0: Hello everyone, what is up? Welcome back to Empower by Ems. I am so excited to sit down here and record yet another amazing episode for you guys and particularly pumped for today's topic because it's something I've kind of been struggling with myself with myself. I've kind of felt stuck and in a bit of a rut and my energy has been stagnant and I have just been struggling to pull myself out of it. I've been going through the motions, going through my routine and doing what I need to do, showing up where I need to show up, but I know deep down in my core, I have not been feeling amazing. And I personally want to feel amazing every single day of my life because you never know when it could be your last day. So you got to make it amazing, like being alive and being and having access to opportunities and means to change um, your life and the lives of those around you is enough of a reason to wake up grateful and and happy and ready to show up. So today we're going to touch on radical self-care for the indivisible self the indivisible self. I keep getting that word wrong. Um, Because when I was doing my research, I just kept saying it in a certain way in my head and then when I heard it (laughs) pronounced by someone else I was like hold up girl you may have gotten this wrong. So I've been doing some research on how we can radically love ourselves and I stumbled upon some really interesting research about the indivisible self and how these different aspects of that self all need to be honored in our self-care processes and journeys. So Without further ado, let us dive into this. I hope you guys are ready to learn something new and apply this into how you love and show up for yourself. So who's with me? I absolutely love that we now live in a world where prioritizing your physical, mental, and emotional well-being is being celebrated and encouraged because for far too long, people who chose to boldly choose their happiness over others were labeled as selfish. Like, can you believe that guy's selfish? I mean, I I take pride in being called selfish now. Radical self-care is truly a gateway to unlocking our overall well-being. It is the assertion that you have the responsibility to take care of yourself first before even attempting to take care of others. It is so necessary to fill your cup first, put on your oxygen mask first. And this is what will give you the capacity and the energy to heal yourself, to move forward, and to be able to hold space for others. And it's even more important for women of color to practice self-care in order to deal with the daily onslaught of racism, sexism, homophobia, and class oppression, to name a few. Now, radical self-care is not about mindlessly taking a bubble bath without actually scrubbing yourself clean. There's a hidden metaphor there. You can't just light the candles to mask the bad odors and musty things. You actually have to take the time to really address the root cause of the unpleasantness in your life. True radical self-care is about being honest with yourself. Come on, guys. Get real with yourself. You can lie to other people but you cannot lie to yourself, all right? And it's about taking care of the things that are the source of the problems instead of sugarcoating or simply managing the symptoms. Now, in my research, I came up across a beautiful textbook by Mayers and Sweeney, 2004, and it curated a model of wellness that is built around the concept of the indivisible self. This is a holistic approach in which mind, body, and spirit are integrated in a purposeful manner with a goal of living a life that's more full. So it includes five basic elements of self. And we're gonna touch on each and every one today and how you can approach radical self-care for each of these aspects. There's the coping self, the social self, the physical self, the essential self, and the creative self. These are the aspects of ourselves that we need to protect and care for in order to maintain our well-being, peace, and balance in this crazy world. So what does self-love for each of these aspects look like? So first up, let us touch on self-care for the coping self. Now, like the coping self, the name implies, in order for you to deal and thrive through the unpredictability of life, the frustrations you face, the hurt people who spew hurt at you, you need to have strong and accessible coping tools. This can be found in the way that you intellectually respond to these attacks on your well-being and how you balance the opinions of others with your own behaviors. So make sure that you aren't simply accepting random messages that people are telling you about yourself. Challenge them. Better yet, reject them. Do not let your self-worth be diminished by the influence of negative people who are busy avoiding their own personal development and self-care because they don't want to face that. It's just too much. You know because you're doing the work how hard it can be. And a lot of the people who tend to have negative opinions aren't aware. They aren't doing the work. Now, self-care for your social self. Research shows that having a healthy social system is tethered to having a long and healthy life. This makes sense for me because as humans, we crave connection, a sense of belonging and mattering, whether we find that in a romantic relationship or platonic love. Radical self-care for your social self may require you cutting ties with individuals who no longer support you or diminish your sense of self-worth. All right, being in a place where you're able to fully recognize that, be so self-aware and acknowledge that this person may no longer be good for your self-worth and cutting those ties is a huge aspect of this. Boundaries are also an essential part of this aspect We thrive when we have the space to be in a relationship and not be subdued by it. Like, please do not overwhelm me with your love and attention and affection. Give me space to grow and learn and explore and express myself. So putting those boundaries in your relationships is key. Now, self-care for your physical self. We tend to get stuck in our heads and then we automatically forget to take care of our bodies. However, we need to take care of our bodies because our bodies is what in turn takes care of our minds. I'm going to repeat that. We need to take care of our bodies because it is our bodies that in turn take care of our minds. Making time for physical exercise on a regular basis will not only keep your body in a good shape, but it will help minimize depression and feelings of anxiousness and anxiety. Now, nutrition also deserves your attention. By keeping hydrated and eating a healthy diet, um, that's how we can also show up for our brains and love on our brains, by eating healthy. Nutrition plays such a huge role in our mood, energy, vigor, stamina, and perspective. So showing up for this aspect can look like blocking out time to meal prep and then scheduling and sticking to your workouts every week. Okay, let's carry on and dive into self-care for the essential self. Now, your essential self, I love the word essential. It is the part of you that makes you unique. It's the part of you that reflects your cultural identity Your spirituality. It is your innate sense of self. This is the space from which we are driven to find our purpose and pursue our purpose in life. It is the part of us which we come home to when we feel battered by life or need to seek a sense of security. It is where we can feel optimistic, feel hopeful, and feel connected to something beyond ourselves, something bigger. Um, Some people may find this through faith, organized religion, spirituality, goodness, and morality. Radical self-care is needed the most when we feel disconnected from others or feel despair about the world and our lives. And we care for this self through spending time alone when we need it. It is so important that you are able to know when you need to be alone, when you need to shut off, and then to articulate that, to communicate that with the people around you. And not to just shut off and go mute. Let people know and then take that time that you need. All right? And spending you this can also um, happen for you by spending time with the people um, who make you feel like you can just be yourself, where you feel accepted, where you don't feel judged, where you can just be in your funk. I am so happy that I have space, safe spaces to go to in my life, where I can just be in my funk. All right, and nobody's gonna try and change my mood or preach to me about why life is so beautiful. Because that's not what I want to hear at the moment. I just want to be left alone and feel um, comfortable and safe to do so. So bringing a non-judgmental perspective to self-reflection is self-care of this aspect of self. Non-judgmental. This is why it's so important. If you are going to be around people, you, there are people that you know will not judge you. And honoring our cultural identity, gender, family, community, ethnicity, sexual orientation and any other unique aspects of how you see yourself in this world is healing and nurturing as well. Too many of us are walking around not really in tune or in touch or blind to these various aspects of ourselves and how they play a role to you and how you can honor them because sometimes you find that you're feeling frustrated because you're not honoring a certain aspect of yourself it could be your ethnicity it could be your sexual orientation it could be something you know you want to be doing but aren't doing because you haven't even tuned into the fact that that's what you want and that's who you are that's your identity and it's so important that we spend that time in a non-judgmental space and just see things as they are and acknowledge what is part of our identity. Owning your values and owning where you stand in this world on big issues and protecting those standpoints when others criticize or condemn them is also a huge part of this radical self-care of the essential self. This was one that I realized I needed to work on a lot. I just saw that there was a part of me that I could not stand up for my own thoughts Opinions. Um, And I still find myself now on a day to day basis when I hear someone else's opinion, I have to actively tell myself, okay, that's an interesting viewpoint, and not immediately accept it as my own because for so long I don't know if I didn't value my own viewpoint, but I felt like it didn't matter. I don't know, but I would immediately be swayed by a difference of opinion and I really. I, I would say I, I couldn't think for myself, like if we're, we're going to just self-drag and like toss that in there. But I couldn't think for myself. And immediately when I would hear a different opinion, I would um, it would just make sense to me, <laughs> and even if it didn't make sense. <laughs> so being able to acknowledge that and not judge it and work towards changing it um, is radical self-care. So, the last aspect is self-care of your creative self. Um, Another one that's my favorite. Our creative self is how we express ourselves in this world. The expression can be through words, images, music, art, poetry, dance, movement, whatever way that lets you communicate who you are to the world. Our creative self includes our thoughts, our feelings, our sense of humor, how we exert control over our lives, and the different types of activities that we engage in. We create each moment we experience as we move through this world. Did you know that, by the way? Every moment, moment to moment, we are living our lives moment to moment, not day by day. I wish more of us knew and understood and valued that. Um, All of us are co-creators in our own lives. And radical self-care for our creative selves includes checking in to make sure that we're living from our own truths and perspectives of the world and not those of others. It can also include honoring our emotions and managing them in a way that it's healthy and not detrimental to those around you and more, most importantly, yourself. Learning to take radical responsibility of our actions, giving ourselves permission to laugh, cry, hope, dream, and finding healthier ways to control our environments is radical self-care. Giving ourselves space to sort through confusing emotions. Oh, guys, give yourself space and grace. And that space to clear your head and refusing to let others tell you what you do or do not feel is self-care. All right, guys, so that is the end of today's episode. I'm going to leave all this goodness with you just to sit and soak. um, Go back a few seconds or minutes if you need to and re-listen to these different aspects of yourself and see how you can show up and honor yourself and radically take care of yourself and these different aspects of yourself. We are multi-dimensional beings. And we cannot know ourselves, or let alone anyone else, if we neglect to know the various components of the indivisible self. Each and every aspect must be nourished and expressed in unique ways. Some, tani- some are tangible, and some are ephemeral. Radical self-care is assertively carving out the space where you can safely heal, where you can safely grow and make sense of the world around you and the world that is in within you. And it's only radical because the world we live in now demands so much from each of us that we feel unable to demand space to feel ourselves. So I want to encourage you to give yourself space. Every single day of your life, choose to give yourself that space and to radically love yourself. guys that brings today's episode to an end i truly hope that you found and you were able to pick something up some real true nuggets something tangible that you can put into practice today to start loving yourself um, and taking care of these various aspects of your indivisible self and loving yourself radically show up for you because you are worth it and you deserve it if you feel like there is anyone who you can inspire with this episode please do not hesitate to share the link with them. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Until next time, toodles!